welcome to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Caleb Frankert, and I'm joined by my good friend and fellow money muddler, Jason Burnell. Caleb, can a podcast about finance be entertaining? You know what? I think this one is. It is. Every time. Because <laughs> there's alcohol. Not without alcohol. <laughs> All right, let's mix it up. We've been mixing it oh, up for yeah. a while. Yeah, we pre-game this one, that's for dang sure. We're uh well, this is two a days. Two yeah. a days. Two yeah. in one day. Yeah. We got I we're gonna get busy, so mm-hmm. you know, I feel like the second episode, anytime we do a two a day is always a little <laughs> bit more jubilant. If if jubilant? Jovial? Jovial? I don't know, heck. Did you just mix two words? I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if we did two every time, every other episode would be really entertaining. Now I'm assuming that this is gonna be really entertaining. So. It is. <laughs> shoot self in foot promptly right yeah so w- it's funny because when we prepare for these episodes you guys can kind of see us looking out into space yes we're actually looking at like our like whiteboard with all of our ideas on it our notes which and right now look really this one is just a whole bunch of pictures <laughs> if you saw it you would think you know what these guys can't read <laughs> <laughs> or right or right exactly <laughs> but it is episode 97 jason wow. 97 i know I, we're getting dangerously close to a number that i never thought we would reach i know that's crazy and it's not because i didn't believe in us it's just 90 i mean 100 yeah. episodes that's that's what i'm referring to in case I you're wondering in, <laughs> in case you're wondering 100 episodes that's a lot it is it um is. my favorite podcast my favorite podcast the one that is near and dear to my heart the country squire radio podcast mm-hmm um is is ending on their 500th episode but i mean i think 100 is a lot they did 500 every week without fail uh and you know what they shout us out on their podcast from time to time i think that we'd be remiss if we didn't say gosh dang it i'm gonna miss that podcast yeah yeah and the the crazy thing about this is i think folks think we get behind this microphone and like everything is just like magic happens (laughs) really fast nobody thinks that (laughs) This, believe it or not, takes a lot of work, and we're really grateful for those guys. Um, Definitely, they help us produce this podcast. Bo does a killer job. Yep, yep. Um, and it's that's true. I think he does the final quality check, but sure, he's got. Uh, I believe Mike helping out, doing hey, a wonderful Mike. job. Yeah. So I'm gonna miss that podcast. But yeah. Yeah. It just made me think, Jason. We're getting close to a, a milestone in a hundred episodes. Yeah. They did five hundred. I mean. There's podcasts out there that are in the thousands. Yeah, but yeah. My goodness, it was hard. It was a lot to get here, and there were times that I didn't think we would. So thanks for listening. Yeah, but also it, it kind of makes me think that we should celebrate, darn it. And this is just an idea that I'm kicking around. This is not set in stone. Sorry. I think it might be really cool to invite our listeners in for our hundredth episode and do a a Q and A or a, an ask, ask us anything. anything. That's yeah. really disturbing. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that'd be a great idea. So yeah, if you have interest. Shoot us an email. Hit us up on the on the friend face on or friend face. email or <laughs> whatever. Meet us yeah. in the clouds. I don't really know how any of this works. I don't know. You can send us a, a telegram if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be a good idea. If we get enough uh, response or we don't instantly change our mind, which is something we do. We that, do. That could be fun. Depends how we feel podcast. after we drink yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. This one. We'll pregame that one for sure. <laughs> yeah. This, well, this is daunting. Just by the name alone. Look how big this drink is. It's called the Hellfire, Jason. Oh, gosh. This is not our usual style. And no, that's not all liquor. So if you're watching the video, yeah. (laughs) Like that that old-fashioned video we watched that one time. Three ounces of liquor. Glug, 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 glug. glug, glug. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. 
<laughs> I bet she was feeling it after drinking that. Oh, my that. goodness. Three ounces. Man, that girl needs to go back to school. <laughs> you know what? I, I hate to draw similarities because Country Squire Radio is such a... I mean, it's an amazing podcast. They they yeah. did a killer job. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, just like Country Squire. Yeah. We're doing something that I've wanted to do for a long time. So there's a joke on their podcast about pairing pipe tobacco with barbecue, Ooh. and they would never do it, and they're going to do it for the final episode. Oh, so maybe we should have saved this for our 100th, but oh. we're doing something that I've always wanted to do, yeah. which is mix uh, hot sauce with cocktails this is nuts <laughs> there's tabasco in there yeah, there's tabasco <laughs> he's in like here. you think just how much you say two dashes is enough i'm i'm mixing it i'm going two dashes that's nothing you want to try more and you're going no no <laughs> <laughs> this is making me nervous so not for the heat that's not the part that i worry about i'm just afraid you're gonna like this is this is like 12 ounces, man. <laughs> well, and you got to drink the whole thing. So no, we'll do that. All right. What we got here today is called a Hellfire. Nice. And let's just get right into how we make one of these bad okay. boys here. So quarter up a lime. Yes. Divide into fourths. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what you're going to do is you're going to squeeze a quarter into a pint glass like this. Thank you to AB at our Defiance yeah. Beverage Center for these. Cool Finally, we use these glasses. things. Yeah. You don't drink um, a lot of beer. They look handsome, don't they? They do. All right, so you're going to squeeze your lime juice from that quarter of a lime into mm-hmm. your pint glass. Mm-hmm. Okay, then fill it mostly up with ice. Add one ounce of spiced rum. We use this Captain Morgan private stock that we haven't killed yet. I no, almost killed but, it with Tom and Jerry's, just yeah, so you know. <laughs> it's, uh, we're really liking that one. Yeah. And then you're going to add Tabasco, two dashes. Okay, oh, so there's the hellfire Where's part, my right? Tabasco? I <laughs> yeah. don't know. It doesn't anyway, matter. Tabasco. So just two dashes, which essentially is like two drops. Sure. It's not like the the cheater on like, the <laughs> on the Angostura bitters where I opened it up. Exactly. So yeah, just basically two this drops. This wasn't hollowed out. <laughs> no. I didn't I didn't open the opening. Okay, good. <laughs> and then add one ounce of ginger beer. We used Fever Tree. Yeah. We use Q brand a lot, which is getting hard to find for some reason. But the reason that we went with this rather than your typical ginger beer, which is Goslings. Yeah, Goslings. There's another one. Starts with a B. Bumble something or another. Bumble, blah, blah, There's They tend to be sweeter. <laughs> They're like almost trying to be root beer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not good. I, I didn't think that that would pair well with the Tabasco, so we went with a little spicier ginger beer. And a lot ginger of Ginger should have, kind of get you in the nostrils. It should. It, yeah. it nip you. It should nip yeah. you on the nose. Yep. And, you know, this one, I think, similar to the Q brand, has a little bit of that. I, I think they make it with chilies. So it's got Ooh. a little bit of that pepper kick in it. Yeah. And that fits the recipe. Yeah. When you add all that stuff in, you're going to top the rest of it. Basically, it's going to be about six ounces worth of a Pilsner beer to top it, and then you'll gently stir it in. We used Stella Artois. Oh. Yeah. Stella. <laughs> it's fancy, right? I, I was really hoping to find... We've got a lot of cool local breweries around here. I yeah. was hoping to use a local, but it's not really Pilsner season, so right. we had to go with the old standby Stella. I That's learned okay. something very interesting today, Jason. What's that? If you think about our last episode, we talked about how all cognac is brandy, but not all brandy is cognac. Yep. Just like all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. You know Correct. how that goes. Yep, yep. Did you know that all pilsners are lagers, but not all lagers are pilsners? Didn't have a clue. So when I'm looking for a pilsner, I'm driving myself crazy trying to find just... pilsner on a package, and none of them say it, really, uh, other than Miller Lite. I wasn't going there. Not for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Stella is a lager. It's a pilsner. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, I, I learned that. I um, didn't know that. Yeah. So you know what? Right. Let's learn if we this like is, this. This is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Oh, man. Um, um, wow. Interesting. 
It tastes like aloe vera. <laughs> huh. Okay. Second. Uh, there's the spice. There it is. All right. What's happening? You feel that? Do you feel it back here? It's coming no? out my nose. Oh, okay. Huh. Wow. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know. It might be the Stella. And you know what I think it is? What is that aftertaste? Okay, Stella Artois comes in a green bottle. This, I think, would be interesting to try with other beers. What the heck? Um, Anything that comes in a green bottle, in my opinion, and I know some people like this, think Heineken. Yeah. Think Yingling in the green bottle. There is a skunk to it, and I don't know if that's what I'm tasting here. Is it you're tasting it in your throat? I'm. It's like well, I'm. I am getting the. I'm getting the Tabasco, and I think I'm getting the ginger beer in the back of my throat. But the aftertaste in my mouth is a little bit of a skunkiness that I think is coming from the Stella. Hmm. Now them's fighting words for a lot of beer folks out there. Should we are, should we get the Stella. Stella and try it? Did you use it all? Um, what'd you do with it? We should just crack this thing open and see what it between these two uh yes i used the full one but let's see what this tastes like by itself we got we're professional barkeeps there we go there just give me a little swig of that something's not not great on this one guys it's the stella yep it's the stella there's a little skunk there a little skunk funk weird yeah it's darn. stronger though with the other with the other ingredients i'm not sure what's going on okay there. so i'll put it this way i just tried the stella by itself alongside the hellfire i like the hellfire better me well me too you know what there I, is something real strange about that <laughs> i really think that there's it, for me it's that little bit of skunk funk there that i'm not liking um but i think there's some real potential with this drink hmm. I, r- I really like the spice in that oh the spice is great yeah Maybe just let's kick the Stella and just use ginger beer next time. Ooh, well, that's, that'd be a different drink, though. I a, think uh, I'd be interested. There's a couple of local breweries here that do Pilsners in the yeah, summer. Yeah, different Pilsner. I'd like yeah. to see what it tastes like with one of the local breweries' <laughs> uh, beer. But yeah, that's it's the Stella. It's the Stella that I'm not digging in that, Jason. Interesting. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was a safe one because most people seem to like Stella. It's definitely the Stella. I agree with you 100%. Well, shoot. Well, shoot, we'll man. Have to try this again. <laughs> All right. Okay, Jason. Well, we should probably move on. Oh, man, we should on. get to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about today in our finance segment? Yeah, so a yellow page financial plan. Okay, so we have had lots of other episodes about what about is lots. a financial what, plan. Yeah, your financial plan doesn't need to be 6 million pages. We've talked a lot about budgeting recently, mm-hmm. which um, I wouldn't say is totally plug and play with a financial plan. It's right. definitely a part of it, but it's not the financial plan. It's, it's an element. So here we're going to definitely focus on kind of the action side of a yeah. financial plan, which is really what we mean when we say yellow page financial plan. Yeah, uh, you a could simple substi- one page kind of plan that you can take and go crush it. You could really substitute yellow pad with back of a napkin. Right. Back of a coaster. Advice like, your grandma gives you. Yeah, scrap paper financial. Like this is something that is very focused and actionable Mm -hmm. right right exactly so i think the biggest part of this that we're and we feel like as we went through all these other financial topics over the last several weeks Mm -hmm. how much to save for retirement what to do there we really needed to focus on kind of like let's tie this all together yeah and say what's the point right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so we're looking at purpose 
the reasons why you do what you're doing. And that's the, that's the big thing for me when we've talked about financial planning in general. When, when we had that episode not that long ago about what really is a financial plan, it's not a thousand page ream of paper mm-hmm. that your advisor mm-hmm. gives you that you're never going to look at again. It's actually a plan. It's an actionable plan. Right. And because of that, because I have a, I have a narrow attention span. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's got to be cut and dry and to the point for me. Exactly. So I think that listing one or two, maybe three goals. Okay. Yeah. Like if I'm thinking about three my max. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm thinking about like my financial future. Okay. I'm going to list one, two, three things that I'm like, this is, these are like not going to move. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to not be a burden to my children. Okay. I want to know that I'm going to have enough income to last the rest of my lifetime. I'm going to do X, Y, Z kind of, you know, fun thing, trip, start a business, do something along those lines. And I think, you know, in a, a simplistic viewpoint, a good financial plan says X is where you are today. Yes. And Y is where you want to go. So I think we have to give a shout out to uh, Mr. Carl Richards yep. and his one page financial plan. Yep. Really good read. Whether this, you're a financial advisor or you're looking for financial advice, I think the big thing there, like you said, the, the things that stick out to me is the you have to be able to take stock of where you're at. I'm sorry yep. if you're watching the video. Where you're at, <laughs> where you're going, how do you get there? Right, exactly. And it's not always, it's similar to the last episode we talked about how this is not going to be super technical in if X, then Y, mm-hmm. but it's more like simplistically, simply. <laughs> Here we are. Here's where we want to go. What do we need to do? And that can look like... I, I thought it was great what you said just a, a minute ago. I don't want to be a burden to my family. Okay, that's not, I want to save 15% of my income Absol- in retirement. Account. Absolutely is not. That is more about the why. Mm-hmm. It's, it gets more to the root of the, the issue. You don't want to be a burden. Okay, great. Right. So if something happened to you now, would you be a burden to your family? You're here. You want to be here. Okay, what do we need to do to bridge that gap and get there? It's actionable. That's right. And so we take those actions, those financial goals, and we're going to say, how are we going to reach those goals? And then we're going to say, these are the three actions we can focus on right now. Now, you know, you might step back at any goals, like any financial goals, and say, holy cow, that's like climbing Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. I think there's no doubt about it. And it's funny because literally today... This is like a little experiment that said, I didn't plan this at all. But was I a part of this experiment? You were not. You were not. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I went to the interwebs Ah, and I asked, scary place. Google, what does the image of confidence look like? I did it for real. And it was really fascinating. The number one image that came up was a guy standing on top of a mountain with his hands up. Yeah. I've seen it. Exactly. I think we've all seen it. On like the motivational posters. Like it would say something like like, teamwork. Yeah. (laughs) Or there's a cat. Yeah. Accountability. (laughs) That's really vague. Yeah. Or like fighter jets and uh Yeah. You got all the images. (laughs) Yeah. One was like the American flag. Another one was uh like a woman dressed in a business suit with her arms crossed. You know, like I'm a confident. So that was, okay, another confidence image. Yeah, yeah. So like, but I I thought that was really interesting because it is like, 
a sense of accomplishment. That's so fluffy. It is so fluffy. But <laughs> it's saying you, nothing. It is saying <laughs> a nothing. A guy on top of a mountain. But doesn't confidence. Wouldn't you think that though? I don't know. I thought that was man, you just cracked. I know, I'm getting You put your arms in the air <laughs> and you <laughs> not sure if the microphone picked that up. <laughs> it was loud. <laughs> Anyways, the point is is that when you look at your goals, you, you gotta think of them as something that is achievable, one. Mm-hmm. And if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna, you know, hike the Camino, you know, in Spain, mm-hmm. I better have a good plan. Yeah. Something that, you know, step number one, I need water. Step two, I probably need a place to sleep. You know, these are the actionable things you're going to do in order to prepare yeah, you could, for any kind of journey. You could break that down even more element elementarily. <laughs> is, that, is that right? I don't know. You might have just combined two words, too. Two days, man. <laughs> like, not even like, I need water. I need food. Or, you know, it, it's more like, don't starve to death. Right. Exactly. <laughs> don't don't uh, thirst to death. Yeah. It's... It's actionable. It's not overly complicated. Climbing Mount Everest doesn't come with a thousand page plan, right? It's pretty cut and dry. Like, don't fall. Don't freeze it up. Uh, don't freeze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so I think the whole point here is that, again, I don't want anyone to get discouraged. And I think that's why the simplicity of a single page yeah. comes in, where it's like, okay, one day I want to be able to volunteer for the cause that I care about the most. Mm-hmm unlimited amount of time and i want to know that the income that i have coming in on a month-to-month basis is going to support my basic needs my lifestyle as it is today okay now we got something to work with we just work backwards right just like any significant plan that takes years of planning you got to break it down into little steps bite-sized chunks like we we talk about all the time size bite chunks size bite chunks (laughs) did i say that right you did okay (laughs) make me worry yeah Yeah. i i and i've said it on the podcast before i've I've said it to clients i want you to walk out with no less than three action items because we do any more than that and we're probably getting too far into the weeds which means not only are we not going to get those three things done we're not going to get any of them done we're going to get zero so three is even maybe pushing it but generally when clients walk out of that conference room they're getting a little bit of homework but it's again it's not the we do the technical side of it right exactly Um, but if i tell you to go get a will right actionable it takes a giant amount of willpower yes to get a will but um boom (laughs) yeah willpower Yeah, I don't under like these are things that are really hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get that done. Pat yourself on the back. That's Good right. job. You yeah. actually like you Celebrate. are in a category of weird now. Confidence. Confidence. <laughs> <laughs> guy on top of the mountain. Guy on top of Cue a mountain. the mountain guy. I love it. <laughs> so, anyways, I think that you know to not make this more complicated than what it is. That's why we like the single page. There's there could be some math on here, right? If basic I, math because we can do it yeah and so <laughs> so if i can take my financial calculator out and i can your casio can, <laughs> no i got the i got the your uh, texas instrument all right. yeah. All right. yeah yeah and i can at least do a, a future value calculation i can get a good idea in today's dollars mm-hmm. what my savings is going to look like right and that gives us like kind of a checking your pulse you know, it's like the old blood pressure. You're going to check that every time you go to the doctor. Yes. This is something that can be done in literally five seconds. And okay. So let's maybe here's where I'll push back a little bit too. You said this is like getting your blood pressure checked. Okay. 
walking out of the doctor's office, you shouldn't be hyper-focused on that number. You should be hyper-focused on what are the things that you can control. Stop eating potato chips at, at 10 o'clock Aww. at night, right? See, these are hard. Mm, I know. But, but those things, <laughs> those little things are actually... you eat. <laughs> that's the, but that's the whole thing. It like, is. this isn't easy. No. It's not easy. The little things are harder. Like, the example of the will. Oh, Okay. Item number one, go get a will. Are you kidding? You're going to be exhausted when you're done with that one. Congratulations Absolutely. when like, you do. Yeah, go face your own death. That is a whole lot of fun, right? right. Go pre-plan <laughs> your... Yeah, that, that kind of stuff. You're right. It sounds easy, but they're not easy things. I think that like what you were saying there, it, it, it's yes, you have to check on your vitals. You have to get the numbers from time to time. And if you don't want to do it, that's what a lot of people pay us for is to check in on that kind of stuff. But, exactly. But then we're going to try to get you back on course as far as doing the things that you have to steer the rudder right you can't just punch in the coordinates that's right and i i think that's a a a great one i mean and i mean if you sit down with me and ever have a conversation just on a personal level i'm riddled with adhd Mm -hmm. i mean it's like i'm all over the place you're focused for 30 minutes once a week i told you i was amazing tying myself to this thing right now (laughs) but i have a lot of things that are really important to me. My family's complicated. I have seven kids, a wife, a business. You know, there's lots of things that can come up from a goals perspective. I rely on on folks to help me distill down, you know, the things that are actually most important. If I didn't have that, I would be like on every tangent that would come up in my day. It, it would be exhausting and I would do nothing. I know that I throw you off course multiple times a day, which yeah. is, it's yeah. kind of become entertaining for me, but <laughs> thanks for him. Counterproductive. <laughs> so, Jason, okay, let's talk a little bit about what the Yellow Page financial plan does look like. Sure. Or the back of the napkin plan, whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm going to share an example from the book. I really, I like this because. Look, you and I both, when we got started in this business, and you get really excited about financial planning. You get really excited about portfolio allocations yeah, and investing. alpha and beta mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And you want to get, you just want to live in the technical. And then you see something like this <laughs> that actually- Literally written on a napkin. Lit, yeah, written on a napkin that, that actually is actionable and makes a difference, mm-hmm. right? And and I, I like this. This is a one page or a yellow pad, back of the napkin, whatever you want to call it. At the top, without a number, because it's the top priority. Time with family doing things we love. Gosh. Okay, so point one. So easy. So what are the things that you can do to get you there? We're here. We want to go here. How do we get there? Okay, so fully funding retirement accounts each year. Sounds easy. Holy smokes. Right. If, you are, if you're not doing that and you do that this year, you've had a full year. Yeah. Right. No need to dig into the other thousand pages of a, of a financial plan. Changing okay? your budget by eleven hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Like that's hard work. It's a lot of money. Number two, fund kids education account every year. Okay. Another big one. God. When you look at it, but it's it's super simple. Save for house. It, it, it's about the action. It's about but the. What, but what was the overarching goal? I want to do things with my family that we love, and I want the time to do the things with my family. And it distilled down to saving for retirement, saving for college, and what was the last one? Good Buying question. more bourbon. Save, <laughs> say, yes, buy bourbon. <laughs> Save for house. Saving for a house. Now, that's pretty vague. That I mean, that to me is like real actionable. It's a lot. It, it it's all a sounds... Lot. I just said it's, it's vague, mm-hmm. and here's the deal. It does sound vague, okay? But... I think that it's real when you think about the time that you've spent in this business, Jason, mm-hmm. it is really, really difficult when you put a client on the spot. 
if you're listening, I know you are. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Two thumbs up. I'm going to put you on the spot. (laughs) Do you realize how hard it is for people to actually define their goals? Yes. It is so hard. And so once, once you push and you push, and I know that I've, I've made clients crazy in meetings with why, why, why? And they're like, why, why, why am I paying you? <laughs> the reason is why, why you have to get down to the why. I ask the same okay. question every day. <laughs> oh, more time with your family doing the things you love. Yeah. Why? Because I want to make memories because I love my family because that's the legacy that I want, yeah. not money. The, okay, we're there. Awesome. Pat yourself on the back. You just did a whole crap load of work. Right. You know what's even harder after that? Doing it. How do I do the things that I need to do to get there? Right. But it is, you look at how powerful is that napkin that we just talked about? Yeah, exactly. That what's written on that little napkin? Exactly. And don't, I mean, I'm again a nerd and riddled with ADHD. So I, I actually have... Dangerous combination. I have a really useful spreadsheet that I've uh, developed. And I'm not saying it's perfect because it's not. Got them all printed out on your bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm the guy that laughs at like the, you know, in Excelsius Deo, <laughs> like Excel sheets, yeah. you know, whatever. Anyway, Excel sheets. Yeah. <laughs> um, but mine literally lists, I have it listed, in, I think six categories for priorities, family, business, volunteer work, like community. And I literally list the things that I have to schedule on my calendar by the month. Mm-hmm. So like the hardest one, hands down, spending time with my wife. And that's the thing that you probably would enjoy the most, by the way. Well, I mean, it depends on the week. Well, I love you so much. (laughs) I'm probably in trouble now. I hope she doesn't (laughs) listen to this. (laughs) She does. Crap. I'm just kidding. But no, no, I mean, it's hard. That's a good point, though, because quite honestly, the things that you enjoy the most are the things that tend to take a back seat. Right. If you're not focused on the right things. So, I mean, of course, I mean, we want to spend time with the folks we love, our kids. I mean, I have seven kids, so balancing that is hard, you know. And I think, again, it's written down, it's purposeful, and just like that napkin, uh, we can do that same kind of focus with our future goals that are bigger, mm-hmm. spending more time with my family. Yeah. Wow, that's huge. And it doesn't need to be 30 years out. It could be two years. It's one of those things that we have to kind of deprogram. Obviously, we have to deprogram ourselves being in this business for the amount of time we have. But I think we, we have to turn into robots. Yeah. But the we algorithm have to, says you must save. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. You can't retire for another 1.3 years because this. No, I, I think that we also have we to deprogram. We should blame COVID for that. <laughs> we also have to deprogram our clients, though, because they have been programmed by the industry. You know, if uh, sure. and, and I, I know I've seen the look on people's faces sometimes when they come in for a financial planning discussion and people walk out with tears in their eyes and their goal, their thing to work on is take my wife on a date once a month. Yeah. Wow. You know, yeah, because we're going to save all this stuff, have a great pile of money, look and, awesome on paper and get divorced. Right. How dangerous so, is that? I didn't know this was going to be a touchy-feely episode. Oh, I knew it wasn't going to be there. A, we, I don't know. It's two-a-days, man. We've had a little bit too much. <laughs> we were probably. like ju- ju- juvalent. <laughs> yes. Ju- is that what I said? Juvalent, I yes. think that is what I said. That's your new word. <laughs> um, but I, I really think that that is what's hard about all of this is breaking it down. You, you said it when we were preparing for this episode. Yeah. I'm going to use the stupid G word that I hate, goals. Right. It's because the word means nothing. It doesn't mean anything. And you got it. It's meaningless until you write it down. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, put some meaning behind those goals. I need to come up with like a catchphrase. I feel like there's something there. 
So, so here's the thing I will say about goals, and you've heard me say it forever. And if you are one of the lucky ones out there who's been my client for the last <laughs> seven years plus, God bless you. You've heard it from the beginning. I'm so sorry you got the B team and didn't get to work with me. Hey, man. Love you, man. <laughs> but I, I've said this before. Goals are way more attainable when you write them down. Yeah, so this yellow sure. page financial plan, by the way, we're not saying that uh, we've pioneered this one page financial plan and lots of other back versions. of the napkin. There's mm-hmm. a lot of versions of it. Again, we really like this. And by the way, this is super readable. Carl Richards is very entertaining to read, but I think he gets the point. He obviously, does. you know, goals are more attainable if you write them down and you see them. We're visual, right? If you write your you know, your main goal and your three supporting actions that go along with it, like we just talked about, and you put that on your refrigerator door. I know if I put it on my refrigerator, I'm seeing it 30, 40 times a day. (laughs) You're more likely to hit those goals. So you know what? If you tuned into this podcast to, you know, get some ideas for your spreadsheets and some cool new calculations for your TI-86, we're sorry to disappoint you. That's not what this one was about. But I, I would challenge everybody out there listening, put your main goal and really think about it. And yep. make this has got to be a, if you're if you got a family, this is a family goal. And then three, no more than three supporting actions. Right. And if you can do that this year, holy Man, crap. God bless you. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Honestly, you will so, wake up in 2024 and be like, wow, that's and, a, that was a big deal. And I think the whole thing behind all of this, Jason, is the why it's the purpose. Yeah. That's the thing to take away, it is, I guess. For sure. All right. What do you think about a three a day? Oh, you want to do another one? No. Okay, I we better be not. Like, that'll be real good. <laughs> we better close out the tap. Too bad this, if this drink was better. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one was less boozy. So anyway, uh, thanks for having a drink with us this week, folks. It is time to close out the tab. If you have a question or a topic you want addressed on the Old Fashioned Finance Podcast, be sure to email us at podcast at bluejfg.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the show with someone you love or just someone who needs a little money muddling themselves. You can stay up to date with the latest action by following us on Facebook. Old Fashioned Finance is brought to you by Blue Jay Financial Group. That's bluejfg.com and produced by Pottery Studios. We've been your hosts, Caleb and Jason. Cheers. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC. Blue Jay is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to a consumer in a particular state by Blue Jay and the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written consent on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay unless other otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation.